0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stopbridge, throwing up a double bicep as our friend Hollywood Matt Connolly can't be with us as he's still on the other side of the country enjoying some hard-earned time with his family. But joining me today is Sebastian Temesi. Now, Sebastian is the current under 88 kilo Sambo champion of Australia. Sebastian, thanks so much for joining me. Hello.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: No worries. Thanks for your persistence. I know last week it was a little bit difficult. We tried to hook up and have this discussion then whilst you were overseas. Mate, were you overseas for for recreation or was it a sambo behind that one?
1: Yeah, no, it was. That was a bit of a recreation. It was planned for the last three years. So.
0: Oh, and so this was the holiday you should have had at COVID, yes, and then COVID yes, happened. Exactly. <laughs> And, and from what I understand, you know, Sambo is one of those sports at the moment that's offering a lot of the, uh, the amateur athletes that chance to really travel the world and, and take it all in.
1: Exactly. It's very good and it's growing. It's getting very popular amongst Asia and, and the Oceania region. So it is growing and um, there is chance to travel, yes, training camps and competitions. So it's a great opportunity to, to do all of that.
0: Absolutely. I mean, uh, there's some of these uh, emerging sports that have kind of come out of that MMA era where, you know, there was a time when you had all of these individual sports and then they got almost like pushed together into the world of MMA. And now you're starting to see some of those traditional uh, sports and pursuits start to emerge again in their own right. And Sambo, along with, I'd say, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, are, are two of those disciplines that are now very much standing on up on their own two feet. They've got a, a really well-organised uh, sporting body and uh, they're taking the sport to the rest of the world.
1: Yeah, it is very good. And these bigger, higher-level guys, that say Khabib, and these guys who started off with Sambo, like there's two kinds of Sambo, the sport Sambo, right which is a little bit softer, and then they've got the combat, which is um, with the striking. So that, like, it's a bit of a softer version than MMA because you are wearing, like, shin guards and headgear and there are some rules in it. So it is a very strong base for MMA, whoever wants to get into MMA later on or would like to do either. So,
0: And, and how did you fall into the sport, Sebastian?
1: I started off with judo, so I have... 26 years of high-level judo experience, and then um, recently they came up with the nationals. and There's a few competitions. We'll be competing in Asia Champ for the Asia Championships in Kazakhstan in early July, June, mm-hmm. early June, um, for sport and combat sport as well. So um, with the judo, the sport sambo is similar to judo with the old judo rules. I like to think of it that way. There mm-hmm. are different ruling and scoring but the base and the techniques are very similar so my transition is was fairly smooth but um yeah so with the strong judo base it's it helped out a lot
0: yeah yeah for sure so and, and uh, who invited you along to to Sambo? or did you already know about the sport before uh being encouraged to give it a try or uh, or was it just something that uh, somebody's you kind of bundled you up in the car and led you to a sambo uh, tournament, and said, "There you go, have a go at that."
1: No, I did. I did know about the sport. I never thought about competing, but I did know about the sport. I grew up in Europe, so um, Eastern Europe, not not too far from Russia, but all of mm-hmm. those Eastern Europeans are strong wrestling base. But yeah. uh, so I know about the sport, and then there came up as if I start competing, if I win nationals, I can compete at uh, bigger championships. So last year we went to. Um, Kyrgyzstan for the world championships for the yes. sport championships, so that was a great experience, and um really like the hang of it. So wow! So and, yeah. and
0: what what, what I understand, and, and in talking to uh, some of the uh, key people in and around Sambo over recent times, it, it it's more than just a sport. It's almost like a, a say hapkido or or karate in that there's a real cultural element there uh, behind it as well, and, and a lot of people are very proud of its military roots and the way that. Uh, it was very much the Soviet sport, not just the Russian sport. And now as those individual countries start to develop in their own culture, it seems that Sambo is playing a, a real role um, in um, helping these uh, various satellite states start to emerge in their own national identity.
1: Yeah, it is very good. Yeah, it's it's true. So from – they still have – like when – judging by the last year's world championships there was quite a few judo players but it's a russian it's a russian national sport so it started off from the military so it is a it is a very tough sport as in like doing all this stuff so it's uh yeah it's it's good for for all sorts of areas
0: and and you're you're also uh, an MMA athlete. So what percentage of your time now you're dedicating to Sambo as opposed to the uh, the other disciplines of striking and, uh, uh, and your stand up and uh, and and other uh, wrestling forms?
1: Well, I'm based in Cairns, so up here they're not. It's you're just wrestling hard-
0: crocodiles, basically. That's uh, just <laughs> when you go for your walk along the beach.
1: Yeah, wrestle with a crocodile. The- <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, it's it's hard to mix it up here. So we kind of break it down to different areas. So I do the Thai boxing, do boxing, do wrestling, jujitsu, judo, all that. So it depends what day, what it is. But um, with it within the judo training, we mix it up with the sambo as well. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And and now you've been around Sambo for a little while um, and, and obviously being the national champion, where, where do you see the future of Sambo? Do you feel like it's? it seems to me of all of the sports that are on the peripheral, it's got a really good structure and seems to be doing all the right things to encourage people who uh, are perhaps uh, around the, the MMA sport that might not have grown up in Sambo might not be in that kind of old Soviet tradition and, and have that familiarity that Sambo is really trying to reach out to the broader martial arts community and, and attract new talent and seems to be providing several pathways. So from what I understand here in Adelaide, just a, a few weeks ago, we we had the beach Sambo uh Competition, which, if you happen to be uh, one of the finalists or one of the winners, there you could have gone on and you know, gone to the Caribbean and, and fought it out in the Dominican Republic, and you know you'd think, well, that's a that's a tremendous um, uh, incentive for people to become involved in. And what is a sport where there might be only dozens of participants at a competition, as opposed to say judo or BJJ, where it's often you now hundreds of people that are that you could be competing against.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's reasonably new, but it is growing sport. So they are trying. So there was that beach sambo in Adelaide not long ago. We uh, I did won that one, win that one. So I oh congratulations. um, That'll be a cool little trip to the Dominican Republic. Um, Nice one. Even like even new to me as well. Wrestling in sand. So so that was an excitement. But there is a great opportunity. So yes, second of July there will be a. Uh, com- sport and combat Sambo Competition in Adelaide It's open for everyone So Whoever wants to um, Nominate and, and fight And give it a go If you do win that you, There's an opportunity To fight at the world championships cool. Later on in, um, It'll be in Yerevan In Armenia Armenia
0: Ah, well, I I love the the way that Sambo is quickly adapted to uh, its respective marketplaces. For instance, you know, you've now got Beach Sambo, which uh, seems completely appropriate in Australia, where it's the one plentiful source of soft uh, ground to be able to land on, and there's plenty of it, and uh, so much of the population lives along the coastline. but, But also, you know, what a wonderful way to be able to invite people and expose the sport and really kind of casual and... And, and and nice way, you know. It's a it's a wonderful way to be able to engage with the public. And I guess whilst a lot of the clubs are still quite small, it means that yeah, you've got some really high level practitioners that are really engaging with the general public around around Sambo at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's fun, and they make it entertaining. So it, it is good. Even you win, you lose. You're outside on the beach. You're wrestling on the sand. You give it a go. you Give it hundred percent. And um, so it is is it a fun just to, as a game too. So. It's not, not just uh, if you want to do at high level, you can do a low level, give it a go. Kids, very good for coordination. As a start kid, I'd recommend any sort of wrestling base sport as a young kid, sambo, judo, even wrestling, jiu-jitsu, anything like that, just to have the basic coordination for later on, whatever they choose to do in life. So yeah. sambo a great base for that as well.
0: Yeah, and you were mentioning before, you know, you've had 26 years of judo experience. Uh, you've uh, just your, – your last fight at, uh, at uh, TFC last year was uh, your last MMA fight, so you've re- retired from, from MMA. So I wouldn't
1: say retired. I'd still like to fight, my fight towards this end of the year as well. So All
0: right, I'll let, let Ike know that you're, you're waiting for the comeback. So yeah. uh, <laughs> But
1: I'll keep going until my body holds up.
0: Yeah, and, and how old are you now?
1: I'm thirty three now. So and, and
0: how are you finding that the body's holding up after all these years right. of most
1: Luckily I haven't had any operations, anything. I've been reasonably smart with training and but and and I suppose lucky with not not too bad. It always have niggles, and naggles where it hurts, where it's sore, where you gotta strap up. All those things will always happen, but Luckily, I keep going. So
0: and, with- and, and so is it just a matter of now uh, of uh, riding it till the wheels come off or uh, how, do you think you've got maybe three or four years, good, good years left in you before you start pulling back a little bit more?
1: I'd like to say I've got a few more years left, yeah. But, um, yeah. but training will never stop even if we stop competing high level or elite level. Mm. I'd like to train until forever. But, um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how long it'll go for.
0: Well, it seems increasingly, you know, we're getting athletes competing really strongly, especially in the grappling and wrestling sports, you know, right into their 40s quite comfortably. And and that's because it seems, I, I think with ra- uh, wrestling and grappling, it seems to be very much part of the the lifestyle as well. Like people don't really want, you know, you can have a bit of fun and you can be, roll around on the mats and uh, you can take it easy but still enjoy the the technical aspect of it uh, without having to necessarily be competitive. And, and that's enough to keep you sharp and healthy well into your later years.
1: It's exactly. It's a lifestyle. I've been training since since I was six, so wow. it, it goes. I actually feel guilty when I don't train, like oh, or like or anything like that. So it's. Uh, I love it. It's good. So we keep going.
0: And and what does your calendar look like for the rest of the year now? So you were mentioning the Dominican Republic. When when's the when when are you heading over there?
1: Yeah, I think that's in September. So we'll go. We're going to Kazak. Um, yeah, Kazakhstan. Almaty, I think they changed it. They brought it forward one week. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do judo nationals, but now it's in the same time, so um, I chose to do Kazakhstan. Um, Oce- what is it? Asia Oceania Championship. So it's a big competition. Yeah. Um, sport, combat sports. So we'll be competing in both. Um, that will be early June, mm-hmm. and then second of July there will be that that um open competition in Adelaide.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. Um, September uh, we're going to the Dominican Republic for the Beach Sambo World Championships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um hopefully we will be going to Armenia. I think that's in November. Around wow. November the World Championships as well. So sport and combat combat sambo yeah. And then okay. at the end of the year maybe December or whenever at the time possibly a cage fight depending on how we all go.
0: Absolutely amazing. I mean, in, 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 in an era where a lot of uh, uh, athletes in the in the fighting game might only get one or two fights a year, you know, you're, you're really staying super active and seeing a whole lot of the world. I mean, did you ever expect that to be the case out of any of the the combat sports when you first uh, started your journey all those years ago?
1: Uh, to be honest, I have. I have, because of my judo background, I have travelled the world and competed all around the world with that. So it is... Um, the travelling and the managing your weight and and all this stuff is very similar, so, mm-hmm. so I have that kind of experience. Luckily,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's kept you in good stead, and and, and obviously, uh, uh, all this activity is keeping you in great shape, and means that you you know you're planning confidently for the, for the year ahead. And and Sebastian, you have mentioned those that so that open competition is here uh, in Adelaide on the did you say the second of July? The of July, yes. Yeah, uh, do you know where that is?
1: I don't know too much of it. That's um, but
0: anybody I I know. Sambo,
1: or will advertise it somewhere, and then we'll all.
0: Yeah, well, I know the Sambo Federation has a has a great website. They're updating all the time, and you can always find out what's going on with their events. But if you've been thinking about Sambo, or you you know you've you've admired it from afar, and you've not yet had the opportunity to perhaps uh you know test your medal, this is a great opportunity for those guys that are good grapplers, excellent wrestlers to go along, try it out. Who knows? You might win yourself a trip to the Dominican Republic or something. Who knows? And uh, uh and and find yourself um with a whole new passion in the, in the world of uh, Sambo so uh, so, well, Sebastian, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for sharing some of your journey with us. And it's great to see that Sambo's strong and healthy in Australia right now. In spite of all the things that are going on politically, Sambo seems stronger than, the, than anything that, 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 uh, that can throw at it at the moment. So, uh, and with great ambassadors of sport like yourself, mate, I can see exactly why. So, ladies and gentlemen, Sebastian Temesi, your under 88 kilo Sambo champion. <laughs> Thank sebastian, you. thanks so much for joining us again and we'll look forward to uh bringing everybody there in the daily combat world more people like sebastian next time